What's going on guys? It's your boy DJ Scanless here, and we're back with another wrestling episode on my podcast Scanless Talk, as well as on my wrestling podcast, Wrestling Madness. This audio podcast about wrestling is supported by The Ringside Roster. You can check out their website at theringsideroster.com, or you can just check them out on their Facebook, and that's just at Ringside Roster. Alright guys, so for this one, it's just going to be an audio podcast here, and we're just going to break down some recent news in the WWE about Hulk Hogan. We're going to break down some recent news about The Fiend and Bray Wyatt and the whole situation with Hell in Cell being very disjointed and a whole bunch of backlash from the fans. And we're going to break down some recent news about Brock Lesnar and some comments that Miss McMahon made over the past several days about Hell in a Cell and about some fans. So the first article we got here is Hulk Hogan is angling for his final match in the WWE. And we got Sasha Banks injury at Hell in a Cell, but she got injured. We don't know the timetable of when she'll be back. We thought it might be like a work or something like that. Kind of same situation with Bray Wyatt and the Seth Rollins match. We thought that they were just saying that to keep him off TV and make the match seem more gruesome and have a better impact for their opponents there. But I guess Sasha Banks really got hurt. I'm not really too sure about Bray Wyatt. So with Hulk Hogan, he came out and he said that he doesn't want his final match to be remembered as in TNA. He wants his final match to be in the WWE. But the weird thing with Hulk Hogan is he's had so many surgeries with his knees and his arms and with his back. He said just recently in an interview that he's actually going to get his 10th back surgery pretty soon. So the timetable for him actually coming back in wrestling probably won't be for another year or two. And he's currently 66 years old. So by the time that may happen, he might be 67 or 68. So anyways, we got this article here on CBSSports.com. And what it says is Hulk Hogan is angling for one last match. Telling the Los Angeles Times, I talked to Vince McMahon and I really don't know if I could live with myself knowing that my last match was in TNA. If I can get fixed, which he means his back surgery, I pray that I can have one more match. I told Vince when I get through this back surgery, I'm going to be in the best shape of my life and we're going to talk about me having one last retirement match. Hogan's next appearance for the company is scheduled to take place at Crown Jewel event in Saudi Arabia on Thursday, October 31st, as he leads a crop of present WWE superstars against a team led by fellow WWE Hall of Famer and longtime rival Ric Flair, which is going to be a 5-on-5 tag match. Now, I'm not too sure what type of angle you would do with Hulk Hogan coming back into the ring. I don't want to see him in a match with The Undertaker because we all know what happened with Goldberg. Even though Goldberg is really strong still at his age, They're both up there in years, and Undertaker is not very lightweight compared to other people that he could have wrestled against, like Dolph Ziggler or AJ Styles or something like that. So the whole match took his toll on him, and that's why he almost botched a jackhammer and landed Undertaker on his head. So I definitely would not want to see Hulk Hogan versus The Undertaker, because somebody's going to have to take the bumps there, and he might risk one of these guys being dropped on their head or injuring Hulk Hogan's back or whatever other body parts that he had surgery on. So I don't think that's a good idea. I can't really see Hulk Hogan against AJ Styles. Like, I don't know how you would do a storyline with that. Same with Seth Rollins. You could probably do Hulk Hogan versus Roman Reigns, but the way that they constantly push Roman Reigns down their throat for the last five, six, seven years, I don't really see Hulk Hogan winning a match against him. And how many spears he could take before Hulk Hogan's back starts giving him more trouble. So if I was going to do this, I think he should go with somebody more lightweight, like I said, like AJ Styles, a Ziggler. Seth Rollins you could, but Seth Rollins has a history of injuring people in the ring, such as Sting, such as Finn Balor. So I don't know if you put Hulk Hogan back in the ring with Seth Rollins. You know, and that might be a snarky comment with all the Seth Rollins fans out there, but it's true, he injured those people. 
There's definitely not going to be Hulk Hogan and Brock Lesnar. Unless he comes in and he does a couple punches in a big boot and Brock Lesnar's laid out. <laughs> Which won't happen because there's other news here that Brock Lesnar has a lot of creative control with his character. That he kind of overrules some of the type of storylines that Vince McMahon has for him. And he can basically pick and choose who he loses to and what type of angle that they go for. So I think him losing against Goldberg stuff like that was probably Paul Heyman saying it into his ear that, you know, we can do this feud where Goldberg beats you and then you beat back Goldberg. Now, I'm not too sure if Brock Lesnar will want to take the fall to Cain Velasquez, which is another match they're building for Crown Jewel as former UFC heavyweight champion of the world that beat Brock Lesnar back in 2010, TKO'd him in the first round. So they're building a match, a wrestling match, obviously choreographed, you know, and it'll be those two against each other. Since Brock Lesnar has the championship, I don't see him losing right away to a guy that has only been training wrestling for the last year and hasn't even had a match yet. We got some other crazy news with the Master P, the rapper. He came out and he warned Vince McMahon. It says after purchasing the House Glory Independent Wrestling promotion, Master P said in the following video he posted on Instagram, and we're getting into wrestling. I'm just telling y'all, Vince McMahon, you in trouble because I'm about to take over wrestling. <laughs> I never really heard of this is House of Glory independent wrestling promotion. Well, I don't think Mask P has quite the funds that AEW or WWE has to even put a dent in anything. Anyways, guys, so everything that went down with Hell in a Cell, everyone's online saying that it's probably the worst wrestling pay-per-view of all time, mainly due to the ending. A lot of people said that they loved the Sasha Banks match and some other matches on the card. It was just the ending that totally crapped on the whole show. So if you guys aren't familiar with what's been going on, Bray Wyatt has this whole new character where he's kind of like Pennywise the Clown, you know, and he's kind of supernatural like The Undertaker. You know, he does this whole Mr. Rogers type segments on Raw, and then he comes out more sadistic and creepier than ever. It's probably like a split personality, I guess you could say. Anyways, he only had one match so far on Raw since his return. His merchandise has been selling like crazy. Everyone thinks this is like a star in the making, which WWE has been really terrible at building stars. No one comes across as like Macho Man, Undertaker, The Ultimate Warrior, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Sting. They don't sell tickets like that. And you see that all the time. That's why SmackDown on Friday had all these legends promoted for the show. And they didn't even use Undertaker and Sting and everybody like that, even though they promoted them for the show and Stone Cold Steve Austin. They still rely heavily on the legends because they suck at building new stars. Every star that they get that could break through, like a Bray Wyatt, a Wade Barrett, a Cesaro, a great wrestler and a great physique in the EC3, they just bury and bury. You know, Rusev gets over time and time again and they have him in this Brazzers, Pornhub, Red Tube type angle with his wife sleeping with another man. Even though you can look on his Instagram and you can see that these two are in love, you know, and they're still married. But it seems like since Rusev didn't really sign a new contract, they just want to treat him like dog shit. That's not really the best way to keep your talent there. Potentially resign them. And by you making an ass out of your talent, you're just going to force more people to not take you seriously and take the competition seriously. But that's all besides the point. They have a hard time building their own talent. And the ones that they do have, Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, Ricochet, Bobby Roode, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows and Anderson, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole, Samoa Joe. What do all these guys have in common? 
they were already established outside of the WWE before they got there. All these guys, they may not have been mainstream household names and WWE has pushed them to the moon kind of in terms of marketability, but they were already well known in the independent scene. So it's not like they created this talent. They just took what was already there and just put more eyes on them. You can say Roman Reigns is probably their only legit built star and the fans didn't really want that. But anyways, so back to Bray Wyatt and the whole bean problem. So they had the match and it was in the hell cell. All the bars were red. And this for, I think it's the first time that they had all the bars red. For a fan, it's, that's probably so hard to look through just seeing the red bars, you know, the steel cage kind of. And then the whole match is with a red tent. I don't know why they thought it was a good idea having the red lighting the whole entire match. You know, that's going to be hard on people's eyes and they can't see everything properly. Like, they should have had it where it's just regular lighting and the fiend, you know, the fiend does a taunt or something and then the lighting changes. The whole match is really distracting and hard on the eyes. So before this, they were having Bray Wyatt do all his little segments where he's saying, oh, you better be scared of what The Fiend's going to do to you. The Fiend going to do so many sadistic things to you. And the whole match was Bray Wyatt, The Fiend, laying on his back, getting pummeled by Seth Rollins, having 14 curb stops in a row. Of course, you brought out some weapons like a, a toolbox and hammers and stuff like that. But the most of the match they made Bray Wyatt look really weak and I think that's why a lot of fans really disliked it because you had this red hot superstar that could break through. Everything selling off the merchandise lines and off the shelves and everything. And the second match, you already have him laid out looking less than normal? He's supposed to be the supernatural entity. So why is he on the ground getting his ass beat the entire freaking match, you know? And he promoted this as what the fiend was going to do to seth rollins but it was really seth rollins doing to the fiend my thing is you should not have put bray wyatt in this angle so fast having beat up some jobbers like Sami Zayn, having beat up heavy machinery or bo dallas or somebody don't put him right in the title picture if you're gonna have him lose and this is the same thing they did a couple months ago with braun Strowman and seth rollins Braun Strowman was finding his groove again, and all of a sudden they put him right back in that match with Seth Rollins, made him lose for no reason again. So you got Bray Wyatt being in a title match, and he's not even going to win the match. Even though he just came back, he's red hot, he's the most over star that you have currently, that's not a legend, that's not a Hall of Famer, that's not over 50 years old, or 45, whatever, and he's a main performer, week in, week out. You haven't got this lucky since The Rock, really, or maybe Batista and Randy Orton, John Cena can't really count CM Punk because that's another indie guy that built his name even before the WWE. So you basically have Seth Rollins ruin the aura around his curb stop and basically diminish his whole effect because you had him do around 10 to 14 curb stop to the Fiend Bray Wyatt and he kept getting up. He kept kicking out of one. Yeah, that makes Bray Wyatt look good because he kept kicking out. But it also diminished Seth Rollins' finishing maneuver. And you had Seth Rollins do this terrible pedigree that looks awful. I don't understand why they keep giving Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens iconic finishing moves that don't look nothing like Stone Cold Steve Austin or Triple H's move. If you guys remember back in New Mercy, they had Vince McMahon doing the McMahon Stunner and the McMahon Pedigree. That's basically what these moves look like. Very generic versions that look like complete trash. If you're going to steal somebody's move, you better do it right. You better make it look great, you know? But then in the match, you had Seth Rollins trying to do everything he can to win. 
before you had Bray Wyatt hit Seth Rollins with his big giant hammer, and then you had, of course, Seth Rollins do all his curb stomps. He start pulling out other weapons and chairs and stacking them on Bray Wyatt, and then he pulls out a sledgehammer, and the rest gets all in his way and saying, oh, you're, you're a better man than this, don't do this, don't do this. First of all, it's a Hell in a Cell match. You had Mick Foley flying off the top. The real Mick Foley in real life, you know, not mankind, could have died there. And you had had The Undertaker had to rush over there, take the pin, and finish the match, even if Mick Foley was dead. And that showed you how gruesome the match was. And then you had Mick Foley get up, they got on top of the cage, and he chokeslammed him right through the damn hell in a cell. I mean, so this whole thing is supposed to be very dangerous and sadistic. So for the ref getting away and say, oh, you can't do this, you can't do this, you gotta think of the repercussions, you're a better person than this. Get out of the way. Bray Wyatt is supposed to be like a Pennywise serial killer. He's been torturing me for weeks. The Hell in a Cell is supposed to be this dangerous. There are many times where the wrestlers could have died or got seriously hurt in Hell in a Cell. So why are you having the ref butt in and try to give some damn type of positive speech? It makes no damn sense. But then Seth Rollins went and he used a sledgehammer anyway and the ref called for a stoppage. A lot of people thought this was a DQ, which why, why would there be a DQ in a Hell in a Cell match? Everyone's using weapons. Triple H is known for using sledgehammers in the Hell in a Cell. And obviously, like I said, you had Mankind flying off the top. There was no DQ in any of those matches. So why would there be one now? So now you had them saying it was a stoppage. Why? And the weird part is the ref didn't even go to look at Bray Wyatt and see if he could continue the match. He just stopped the match. So of course, you got all the fans shitting on this match, chanting, we want refunds, booing the hell out of Seth Rollins chanting AEW, which is their rival. And then when you go on Raw the next night, you don't even talk about the match until like 35 minutes before the whole Monday Night Raw was over. That's because you feared these fans chanting AEW, chanting We Want Refunds, chanting for Bray Wyatt, you know, cheering him on and booing Seth Rollins. But really, you know, you didn't even have Seth Rollins on the show. You didn't have Bray Wyatt on the show because you feared this too. But you can't hide Seth Rollins forever. And really this match made Seth Rollins, which is supposed to be your baby face, it's going to give him a Roman Reigns 2008 Royal Rumble type atmosphere. And also when Roman Reigns beat The Undertaker, you remember how crazy loud that was sounding and how everybody was booing him even though he was the face? That's what's going to happen to Seth Rollins. And you have Bray Wyatt, which is supposed to be the sadistic heel, he's going to be a baby face. So they really botched this whole storyline because it makes Bray Wyatt looked weak because he couldn't get the job done. He couldn't win the title. And they already did this before with Bray Wyatt and his cult leader persona. They had him lose the John Cena right away. Then they had him lose to The Undertaker. And then finally when you're bringing him back and building up Bray Wyatt again on SmackDown around 2016, 2017, you have Luke Harper coming through, building this character up. And then you don't capitalize on Luke Harper versus Bray Wyatt type of storyline you could have did there. So you botched him three times. Now you botched him again because now the whole aura of The Fiend is completely ruined because no one's going to take The Fiend seriously if he couldn't even win a Hell in a Cell match with all these damn weapons. And he was laid out from some curb sauce and some sledgehammers. Now at least Undertaker could have bolts of lightning come down and hit damn caskets and everything else and catch shit on fire. But he completely ruined the whole image, the whole aura behind the supernatural feel to the character. And Vince McMahon came out and says that, you know, there's some reports saying that he was laughing about it backstage and some reports were saying that some of the wrestlers are too pro wrestling. I don't really understand that. You should have known that doing what you did was going to make the fans there mad because it's a Hell in a Cell match. There has to be a winner. And if you didn't want him to win the title, you shouldn't have put 
him in that predicament right away. It made no damn sense. And this is kind of funny because they're right on the heels of AEW getting 1.4 million viewers on their debut episode on TNT, their competition. Getting that many viewers, even going up against their NXT show, they still got that many viewers. And they don't even have big time stars like CM Punk or anything on there that people have been talking about for months, if not a year now. And that doesn't even count all the replays and the showings in Canada, which happened a day later. So they probably got close to 2.0 in ratings. And Raw, after Hell and Cell, got 2.3. So I'm not saying that AEW is going to overtake Raw, but they're getting awfully close. And that's just their debut episode. So why are you going to risk damaging your superstars this early, which is going to affect your ratings? It makes no sense. And I'll say they're banging on the draft being on Friday and next Monday, which may kind of save their ratings from completely going downhill. But I think in about two or three weeks, it's not going to matter. It's going to continue to dip. And the only reason they got 4.1 on SmackDown is because The Rock was there and they advertised Stone Cold, Sting, Undertaker, Goldberg, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair. Didn't even have The Undertaker on the show. Didn't have Sting on the show. Didn't have Stone Cold on the show. So they lied to the fans. So you know a lot of fans are not going to come back next week. And if they do, they just want to see what the draft is going to be. And then it's going to continue to dip and dip until it's 2.5 again. But I can't believe how trash this has been. I, I just can't believe it. But I'm just glad there's an alternative now with AEW and that we have a reason to flip back and forth like we did back in the 90s. And what's great about AEW is you have Jim Ross and you have Tony Schiavone, the voices of the Attitude Era and WCW Monday Nitro, which is amazing because it has so much nostalgia. They have Pyro. Raw had Pyro for one week and they completely abandoned it the next week. It just seems that WWE doesn't even know what the hell they're doing. They don't know how to build their characters. Anyways, guys, let me know what you think below. Let me know in a comment on Facebook or on anchor.fm slash scanless talk or anchor.fm slash wrestling dash madness and the voice message on there. You can also comment on the ringside roster on Facebook and check out their website, the ringside This is DJ Scanless signing out. Peace out.